This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Student Leadership News Podcast. It's Jack here. Joining me once again on the podcast is Nade. Nade, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Jack. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Now, we got to have a lot of fun on the last episode of the podcast. If you didn't listen, we encourage you to go back, uh, Mm -hmm. listen to some previous episodes. But we are back for episode 90 of the podcast. We are. Happy birthday to the podcast. I know. 90, big number. I know, it's a a great achievement. I know back in uh, episode 80, both Caleb and Andy celebrated uh, the birthday of the podcast. But uh, today, uh, it's episode 90. And Uh, we get to celebrate the 90th birthday. We get to celebrate, uh, yes, the 90th birthday. But uh, it's getting pretty old. It's getting up there. It is. So last week, Nade, we had a lot of fun. Uh, We started off uh, the podcast playing uh, a game called Would You Rather. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, if you don't know what Would You Rather is, basically how it works is uh, uh, we have some questions uh, that we ask each other. So last week, I brought the questions. Yes, you did. And I asked you some some questions. You did. And this week, I think you have some for me. Is that correct? I do. I have some burning questions, actually, that I thought about earlier this week. And I thought we may as well incorporate them into this week's podcast. That sounds great. So without further ado, Jack, I really want to know your answer to the first, would you rather? I'm excited. I, ha- I haven't seen these. so <laughs> That is correct. You uh, haven't? Uh, I'm very excited to answer these. It's going to be a surprise. Away you go. So my first question is, Jack, would you rather... Not be able to grow any facial hair or not be able to grow any hair on your head? Oh, mm-hmm. that is a big question. It is because, you know, as a man, you want to like grow a beard, grow yep. a mo, but then also you don't just want to have no hair on your head and have all hair on your face. That's true. But I, I this one's actually easier for me than you Ooh, might think. Okay. I'm actually going to go with no hair on my head. What? I know. It may be no a surprising way. answer, but I think I, I'm a big lover of the, of the look, <laughs> j- just the beard, like having a nice thick beard and just like bald on top. I think it, I think it's a good look. So you would have that look when you're like 18, 19, just full beard and no hair on your head. Look, it, it may look a bit weird, but yes. I'll grow into it. I'll grow into it. So uh, that's what I'm going to go with. Um, okay. Okay. It, yeah. So that's Very my answer. I know it's 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 surprising being able to, <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm gonna go with. You just imagine Jack at school, sixteen, coming to school, massive, massive beard, but, but no absolutely hair. no, no hair. hair on top. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like well, a I guess backwards Gandalf or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is our first. Would you rather question? Now okay. I have another question as well, and I still have no idea what your answer for this one will be. Okay. So would you rather do nearly all the work in a project but get no recognition mm. or you hardly do any of the work but you get all the recognition okay more of a bit of a leadership based question mm-hmm. similar to what i did with you last week i like it this one is a bit uh tougher because who it doesn't is. love getting uh all the recognition exactly uh, especially if you worked really hard for it but this is pretty much the opposite you didn't work for it at all but you get it or you worked heaps and you got none yeah and I think that's uh, the reason why I'm going to go with the first one, which mm-hmm. is to do nearly all the work, okay. uh, but not get any recognition. Mm. Um, I think that's a great quality of a leader is uh, to be able to you know put in all the work 
um, you know, even behind the scenes and maybe yep. nobody notices you doing it and you don't get much recognition. But I think it's a really important quality of a leader to have uh, to be able to, you know, do the work knowing that they're probably not going to get any recognition at the end of the day. But that being said, you know, if you were more likely to choose the second option to get all the recognition, no hard feelings, That's <laughs> no judgment. No uh, hard feelings. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, but it's, It is completely understandable. So yes, that is my answer. Okay. I, I would rather do uh, nearly all the work. What about you? What, what would you say for that one? Yes, that's the same for me as well. I would just, I would feel so, so bad if somebody put in all the work and I just took all the fame. Yeah. Like I would feel absolutely terrible. So I would, I'd rather do all the work, you know, let them get the recognition. Cause then you still know, you still put in hard work. You still, you know, made whatever the project is, what it is. Yeah. And, you know, maybe somebody else just deserved that little bit of. That's fame. right. And, and maybe next time you can get that recognition yeah, when, hopefully. when you put in the work. <laughs> maybe maybe next time. But thank you uh, for playing, uh, that for giving me those questions. You're so welcome. For thank this week's, you. For this week's <laughs> round of uh, Would You Rather, maybe on the next episode I can uh, I can bring you back and... Uh, you know, okay. maybe ask some burning questions that I have. I, I'll start thinking for the <laughs> for the for the next episode. Uh, but we will see. But for now, uh, what we are going to do, as we do every week, is we are going to dive in to our top three. Three, two, one. Top three. That's right, our top three. So if you haven't listened uh, to the podcast before, once again, we encourage you to go back. Uh, listen to earlier episodes where we've done this before. But what we do is uh, both me and Aday, we have scoured uh, studentleadership.news mm-hmm. um, for some of our favorite stories that we've heard yes. uh, from different schools uh, around the country. And uh, so, and we're going to bring these uh, stories to the podcast. Yes, now, we are. on the last episode of the podcast, Aday, you brought two of your uh, favorite stories. I did. And I brought one. Uh, this time, I'm going to bring two. And I believe you have one story for me as well. I do. That is correct. Great. So I'm going to get started right away with my story. And so it's actually from a university. So we don't hear a lot um, from universities, but it's still great that they're coming up with different ways uh, that they can get involved in the community and maybe support uh, some charities and stuff. And so that's what uh, this one student at uh, University of South Australia did. His name was Declan. And uh, I don't know if you've heard, but during the month of September, Mm -hmm. there was this thing going around called Mullets for Mental Health. Okay, yep. Um, You might have noticed more people walking around with mullets on the street. Yeah, I was wondering why the trend just started coming into play so quickly. That's right. So that, that makes sense. Yes, so it's called Mullets for Mental Health. So during September, a lot of guys... I uh, decided to they will grow mullets in support of men's mental health, which yep. is something that uh, isn't necessarily talked about all that mm. much. And uh, a lot of people have noticed that it needs to be talked about more. So they decided yep, in support of men who might be suffering from uh, mental illnesses, they decided to um, grow some mullets. And that's exactly what Declan did. And at the same time, while Declan got to show off his beautiful mullet, it, yeah. and if you want to check it out, we have a, a great photo of it on studentleadership.news. <laughs> Um, while he got to show off that great mullet, he also got to raise a lot of money for uh, Black Dog Institute. And so yep. uh, I don't know if you've heard of Black Dog Institute, but what I they do, before. yes, mm-hmm. uh, they support uh, a lot of people who suffer from mental illness. And so it's a, it's a great cause. And Declan did a great job being able to uh, get behind it. But what I love most about this idea is Declan saw where 
uh, he could raise money somewhere that it had already, the fundraiser had already been established. Like Black Dog Institute, a lot of people already do fundraising stuff yep. for them. And I think that's a great way to get started if you're looking to do a fundraiser. Yeah, definitely. I know, I know back when I was in school, I was lucky enough uh, to be a part of the World's Greatest Shave, yep. uh, which supports the Leukemia Foundation. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. Uh, it's just a great way uh, to get involved, you know, uh, and it's already pre-established. So I think yeah. maybe you're sitting there, you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, you know, I want to, I want to start do a fundraising uh, event at my school, in my community. I think a great way to start is to look for something that's already been done before yeah, because exactly. someone's already done the planning. Someone's already done the work. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is, is try and execute it. Yep. And at that point, it's not that hard because, you know, they've done all the work really. And yeah. it's sort of like the question that you asked before. You don't get to do all the work, but you're going to get some recognition. And in, I think in this context, it's actually really good. It is definitely because you've already seen that idea carried out and you know what can work for your school, what probably won't work as well for your school. But also it saves you so much time to have to think about your own fundraiser that you can hold. There's probably one already there for a particular charity that you can just carry out at your school and people will even have the resources to go find out what that charity actually is. That's right. And, you know, if you're struggling, if you're sitting there and, you know, you're struggling to find uh, the right fundraiser that you want to do to raise money, uh, what you could do is check your local newspaper. I know mm, uh, there's always ads uh, for help wanted in the community. Uh, maybe it's just like a sausage sizzle that uh, yep. is, is going to be run at Sunday or whatever. And, and you know, you've got to go cook up some sausages and raise some money. Easy. I think that's a great way to get started and sort of get your mind working on oh, how can I raise money? How can I uh, do yep. a fundraiser? So maybe just like what Declan did, uh, started with something that was already established, Mullets for Mental Health and raise some money for a great charity. So that is uh, my number one story for the week. Nadei, I believe you idea. have number two. I do. And my idea is from Wananami Remote Community School. Great. Now, most of the schools all around the world have at least one day where they celebrate something important. It's either something at their school or something in your wider community. Yep. Just like, for example, last episode, we talked about a school that were celebrating Founders Day. Yeah, yeah, we did. There could even be schools that, you know, celebrate different talents at their school or celebrate an event taking place in the wider community. But what this school did is they wanted to celebrate NADOC Week, which takes place in July, and that's when they held their event. Great. Now, if you're listening, you're not sure what NADOC Week is. Basically, it's a whole week where celebrations are held all across Australia and we celebrate the history, the culture, the achievements of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Now, it's not only, you know, celebrated in Indigenous communities, but it's celebrated all over the country. We appreciate the culture, and it's done for, like, what the culture has done for Australia to shape it what it is today. That's right. But this school, they wanted to celebrate this. They wanted to celebrate NAIDOC Week, and in their NAIDOC Week, they have family day worked into that week as well so instead of just doing something at their school they wanted to change things up a bit do something a bit different for NAIDOC week so the students they got together started brainstorming what can they do to still celebrate their culture but how can they sort of you know add a little bit of a twist to it so it makes things more interesting bit of flair exactly now what they did is they took all their ideas but instead of just you know holding it all at school they actually made it take place in a caravan park in Manning, George. Gorge. 
Manning Gorge. Manning Gorge. Not George. Gorge. Yep. Now, Jack, have you actually been to Manning Gorge before? I have not. Have you? I haven't, no. But I was researching for this story and it looks like a beautiful place. They've got stunning lookouts, such good waterfalls. I would highly recommend to go there if you could one day. I might have to. I do I do love uh, taking photos. Yep. Um, and so and I've checked out some gorges uh, before. So maybe uh, next time I'm over in the area, I oh might yeah. check out Manning Definitely. Gorge. But this school, they celebrated NADOC week at Manning Gorge. Great. Now, the students, they put on amazing performance of Junba, which is traditional dancing, yep. for the NADOC week family day. And the students, they were wearing their traditional clothing with paint all over their faces, all over their arms and their legs. And they had these massive pieces of cardboard, which were painted and decorated at school. And they incorporated these pieces of artwork into their dancing as well. Now, if you wanted to see some of these photos, they're on our student leadership website. That's right. But what I love about this idea is not only did this school think, okay, how can we celebrate something so special to us? How can we celebrate our culture, not only within our school community, but within our wider community as well? And they didn't just have their performing, their singing, their dancing, everything. They also had different activities that the tourists that were staying at the camping ground could take place with as well. Oh, that's great. They got people outside of their school involved too. They did. And I think it's great if you're a student leader and you're thinking, okay, I want to impact my school, but I also really want to impact my community mm. around me. Yep. And by doing something as simple as this, an event that you were going to take place at your school, bring that into your wider community and this school got to share their culture with everybody at their school and tourists traveling around Australia as well. That's great. I, I love that. Uh, like you said, our students not only getting involved in something within their school and celebrating uh, culture within their school, but also getting out to the wider community uh, and you know showing their support for not only the culture, uh, for the wider community, getting them involved as well so that uh, you know people can have more of an understanding um, yeah, of the exactly. culture. That's great. Now, I'm going to build off the back of that a little bit. All right. Uh, talking about uh, community and uh, schools helping out community. Yep. Uh, so I want to tell you about this uh, this one school. This is number three um, for at Calvary District High School. Now, what these students did, uh, there was in uh, recently there was a tropical cyclone uh, in, in the area of this in this school, and mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you've uh, seen the damage that cyclones can cause. But I have, and it's pretty severe, and it's really hard to get back as a community from a cyclone. It like really that. is. It, it can really impact a community. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you see all across the world, uh, maybe it's cyclones, you know, hurricanes, yep. whatever it may be, uh, you know, them hitting communities and them really struggling. And uh, what these students did uh, is a really amazing thing. Uh, they all uh, gathered together and using debris from yeah. uh, from the cyclone. So obviously, uh, that's what happens during a cyclone. Uh, things were being chucked everywhere, and yeah, definitely. Uh, one one all part of place. a roof, yeah, one part of a roof actually happened to land in a teacher's backyard. Whoa, no right? ways! What are the chances? And so, uh, what the students did, they grabbed this roof, they took it back to their school. And okay, they just decided, not this roof is ours, we're taking it back. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and uh, they made a thank you board. Oh. 
And what with this board, yeah, with the roof. And oh. so what this board was, it had uh, messages of gratitude and appreciation, which went towards the local community. Because mm -hmm. during this time, when the when the cyclone happened, a lot of members of the community, individuals and organisations, had stepped up to help out this school, who you know were really struggling as well uh, yep. after the cyclone. And so these students wanted to give back. So they had a weekly meeting. Uh, they call they call it the enterprise class. Okay. Um, and this this enterprise class is where students they come together and uh, they think of different ideas where they could create something that's of benefit to the local community and uh, this is they came up with the thank you board as, as part of this class wow and that's so a great idea yeah exactly right and so this board uh, this thank you board it has heaps and heaps of messages uh, all over you know expressing gratitude and and thankfulness uh, to the yep. community for, for them stepping up and helping which I think like you were saying you know these students they didn't do something that was just restrictive uh, to to their school, uh, they went out and they really tried uh, to say thanks yeah. to the, to the wider community for them helping them out. And they even recycled an old roof to make their project. That's right. So they didn't only uh, you know help out the community and uh, clean up. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. They they helped the environment. Yeah. Exactly. And they used something that was absolutely thrown into one of those teachers' yards, and yep. they're like, oh. We can actually use that for a project. Let's take it back to school and we'll make it a thank you board. Yeah, exactly right. And I, I love that kind of creativity in students when they yeah. when they see something that it looks like, you know, you can't... Like a disaster. Can't, exactly. <laughs> you can't use it anymore. And this really did look like a disaster, you know. It was, part was of an, from a disaster. Exactly, a natural disaster. <laughs> and, you know, these students saw that and they saw it as an opportunity for them to lead. You know, they saw what could be deemed as rubbish, uh, this old piece of roof that had just been thrown into the teacher's mm -hmm. yard. And they saw, hey, we can actually make something of this yeah and i think that's a, a great thing that you can do as a student leader is not only uh you know uh look for things in your community that might be obvious but also look for things hey you know this doesn't seem that obvious but i think we can turn this into something great yeah definitely instead of trying to think of these big resources that you should buy or you could buy there could most likely be something surrounding you that you could use whether that's for a big project or even just something that you could amp up something that you could brighten up to make it look newer than what it is now that's right your greatest idea might just be sitting under uh, under your nose under your chin mm, right. and as soon as you figure it out it'll be a great one that's right now so those were our uh three top stories uh thank you today for bringing uh your story anytime thank you for having me back on the podcast of course anytime <laughs> uh i believe we will be back uh, for the next episode definitely of the podcast uh, but for now, if you want to go check out some some of the stories, you can mm -hmm. head to studentleadership.news, read up some more on some of the stories we were sharing. There's plenty more stories on there as well. And yep. if you want, if you have a great student leadership uh, story as well, feel free to send it into the team. And um, maybe we'll end up talking about it on the podcast as, as one of our top three stories. Definitely. We'll publish it on the website and you may even hear it one day on the podcast that's right but once again uh check out studentleadership.news if you if you want to go back listen to some more podcasts please do that uh check out our instagram as well posting photos uh from from great stories that we hear uh during the mm -hmm. week other than that that's the end of the podcast thanks so much for listening thanks for listening to the student leadership news podcast interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news